0: Monday through Friday devotional podcast aimed at helping you grow more faithful in your walk with Jesus. Our reading today comes from Isaiah chapter 40 verses 1 through 5. And the word of the Lord says this, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. And ask God to help us understand. Lord, we always need you to come to our rescue. We always need you to be our teacher, to be the one who explains things. And we do need that again today. So help uh, the preacher who uh, shares to speak your word and help the people who are listening to understand being taught by your voice. And we'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Today, we want to deal with a message to a captive people. You know, Isaiah 40 is one of the most loved chapters in the Bible, I believe, and I can truthfully say that if nobody else feels that way, well, at least I do. When my annual reading plan brings it around every year, I look forward to once again being helped and encouraged by Isaiah's message to a captive people. Isaiah's prophecy has often been compared to New Testament revelation, though it stands in the middle of the Old Testament witness. It deserves that New Testament reputation. The book is filled with references to a coming Messiah, Jesus, and it looks forward as well to the events at the end of time. Isaiah foreshadows these themes by looking through the lens of his own generation's experience with God and the world, specifically Babylon, the great and dreadful world power that was soon to carry into captivity the people of Judah, Isaiah's nation. Chapter 40 begins the last section of Isaiah's prophecy and is addressed to the captive people of Judah and Babylon, living far away from their natural homes, city, and temple. Needless to say, Isaiah was writing to a demoralized group of people. And who wouldn't be? They had seen their friends and family members slaughtered or starved to death, or dragged naked into captivity hundreds of miles away from home, after suffering unspeakable hardships before their nation fell. These people needed a comforting word from God. They needed to know that they were still loved by Yahweh, even after all that had befallen them. And that's what Isaiah 40 is about. God spoke a word of comfort to his people in the midst of their captivity by an unbelieving world. Well, what did God have to say? The chapter is too long for us to look at in detail, but let me encourage you to read through it when you have the time, looking for these five words of comfort from God. First of all, God spoke a word of comfort to his people after the harsh discipline that they had experienced because of their sins. He said, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry out to her that her warfare is ended. That her iniquity is pardoned, that he, she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. His first word of comfort was Your discipline is complete, your warfare is over. I've completed the demands of justice against you, and now I want to let you know that I'm ready to bring you back into fellowship with me. He followed this by a cry from the wilderness of their captivity. Prepare the way of the Lord. Get ready, he said. I'm coming back to you. You have my word on it. Next, he called upon the prophet to cry out to the people for their encouragement. But Isaiah was perplexed. He didn't know what word to say that would bring encouragement to the people. Tell them, God said, that what I say stands forever. God's promise to come to them could not possibly fail, in other words. To support this, he spoke a third word of comfort to them. He revealed to them in poetic language his awesome, incomparable greatness. Who is like me, he asked? Who can hold all the waters of the world in his hand? Who called the stars into existence? Who spoke wisdom without ever being taught by anyone? What was God saying? He was saying, remind yourself that I have no equal, that I have no rival that I alone am God. And then he spoke a fourth word of comfort to them. He said, I will overthrow the things that pretend to be my superiors in your fallen eyes. I will crush the nations under my feet and blow them away like dust when I come. Babylon, that rebellious world that hates me and has taken you captive, I will make into nothing in the end. And I'll take the tin pot idols you're so enamored with and cast them to the bats and moles when I get there. You'll forget all about worshiping your possessions, your pleasures, your worldly powers when I show up to rescue you. The last word of comfort he told them was, don't be discouraged. Don't let despair capture your hearts. Wait for me. I'm coming. And I can give strength to the weary. And I can give power to the weak. What an encouraging word this must have been for God's captive people living in Babylon. But it's also an encouraging word for us. Jesus is coming for us. Just as God promised that he would come for his captive people living in Babylon, Jesus has promised he's coming for us. For we too live in Babylon, not the ancient city in Iraq. We live in the mystery Babylon of this present world. The world taken captive by the prince of the power of the air, Satan. The world in hardened rebellion against God. That world is presently our home, but it will not be so forever. Jesus is coming back for his people and will bring all who believe back home to live with him forever. He has promised to do this, and he's great enough to carry it to completion. He'll crush the present Babylon of this world under his feet when he returns. He'll cast all the idols into the cave of forgetfulness. And he has promised these things, and he will bring them to pass. Don't lose heart. Don't get discouraged when you see the darkness closing in around you. Wait for him. He gives strength to the weary. He gives power to the weak. Come, Lord Jesus. Let's use the words of Revelation 22, 16, 17, and 20 as our closing prayer today. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I'm the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, Come. And let the one who hears say, Come. Come. And let the one who is thirsty come. And let the one who desires take the water of life without price. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Well, thanks for joining us again today. Join us Sundays for our online service at 9 a.m. or our on-site services at 9 or 1045 a.m. We have an on-site evening service at 6 p.m. as well. Look for our app in the Apple or Google App Store. Search for BF Sebring to get your copy. Thanks again for joining us. Stay safe.